T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 908, Patty LaPierre joins us now. LaPierre, did I say it right, Patty? That's right. LaPierre, crime victim advocate. Um, I I think your story is a fascinating one, and and I don't think you're getting paid by anybody, are you? No, No. not getting paid by anybody. Just just to get satisfaction when a victim uh, is is finally made aware of what their rights are and that they can make a difference. I want the public to be aware of what you do, but I do not want to invade your privacy. So if I ask you a question you don't want to answer, just don't answer it, okay? Okay. All right. How did you get started doing this? Well, I got started from being a victim of crime myself um, years ago. And realizing that, you know, it's just, it's pretty easy to, uh, if you go on, once there's been an arrest, if you go on Docket Master, you can type in the, the arrested name and kind of follow your court case. And um, and then I've had, then I had family members uh, have be victims and then have followed the cases for family members. And then it branched out to friends and then uh, just realized the importance of the victim being involved in their case and that they, you know, lately in the last couple of years, um, it's gotten to where I've, I've had to reach, start at, started reaching out to victims when I'd see them on the news or um, see them on the next door app uh, that people were victimized and, you know, just by word of mouth realize that people are not being notified as a victim of their court hearings, of the court hearings of the perpetrator. This is in Orleans Parish we're talking about, right? This is Orleans Parish, yeah. yes. Um, where does it all, well, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, so you don't get paid to do this. You've just taken it upon yourself, and I guess people come to you or people are referred to you by other victims and it's like, look, if you need help navigating the system, I'm going to give you the number of somebody. This is Patty. She'll be able to help you, and that's what you do? Pretty much, yeah. yes. Yes, um, and, and, um, and, you know, it's it just it's just, uh, just sometimes by chance if I'm, you know, uh, but I was, I'm hoping by talking to you today I'm able to reach more people to tell them that they can make a difference in their own case. Um, there's the Louisiana Victims Bill of Rights that are it's already it's in law. It's, there's already um, there you know they don't need a committee to they don't need a committee to come together to uh, write any legislation on this. 
this is legislation. You have the right to be notified of the defendant's arrest, their release on recognizance, their posting of their bond. Any um, of the you have a right to reasonable notice and to be present during all the stages, pre-conviction and post-conviction proceedings, the right to be notified of scheduling changes. There are at least 16 um, or so rights listed under the victim's bill that should be being followed, and they are not. And so victims can get they, – they just need to be proactive. That was the next question, Patty. You would think, rather than you doing this on a volunteer basis, that there would be somebody on a payroll to do this. Is there? There are a lot of people on the payroll to do this. They're just not doing it. People like whom? And if you don't want to uh, give me the names, that's fine. You can just give me the position. Well, they're the victim witness coordinators that we're paying in the district attorney's office. There are supposed to be victim witness advocates in every police district. Um, the DA, the ADAs, you know, before they hired, Jason Williams has doubled his, um, it was one of the things that I've read on his website. He's beefed up his, uh, the victim witness advocates in each courtroom. Um, and so we've, we're already paying double Canizero's office had to do this. Um, but it's, it's not being done. And if it's being done, no one that's come to me. I mean, I, I can tell you right now um, there's a victim this week who has a case going on that she, an armed robbery case, that she's been left in the dark on. And I've actually spoken to the victim witness coordinator for that courtroom, and she promised me that the ADA was going to reach out to this victim. And as soon as I hang up with you today, I'm going to be on the courtroom Zoom hearing for the victim, but it is it's, none of this has been relayed to her. The ADA still hasn't called him, has so, not called the victim. You've been doing this a while, right? Yes. How long? Years, years. Um, oh, I started around Katrina with my own case. So the from po- back in 2004 with my case. Just doing it, but I didn't think I was doing anything, you know, out of the ordinary, you know, just. The reason I asked, Patty, is that has there been a noticeable difference between when uh, Leon Canazero was DA in terms of victim outreach and and Jason Williams? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and not for the better, Um, I'm guessing. Well, I, you know, um, DA Williams, I did meet with him in December and his victim witness chief. Um, and they did say that they, they needed the help and they wanted the help. So I thought things, I thought I was going to be allowed in to help. And, um, and that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, I've kind of been given a notice that they really don't want any third party communications. They just want the victims to uh, communicate directly with the witness um, advocates and that, you know, I can put them together and then, but they won't do any third party communicating with me. So now, what I'm, what I'm I, hearing I'm, is, I'm not, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't want to write it off. I still want to, I would still like to have that relationship with his office. So, um, you know, if anybody from his office is listening today, I would love to be involved. And I'm sure that, I you know, I've got 
force of, of um, women behind me that would love to help advocate volunteer-wise, you know, and just get the num at least put the uh, victims with the advocate in the courtroom or with the juvenile advocate. But, um, you know, I, I feel like the defendants have, they have their advocates and that they are very well they're notified in a timely manner. Their families are notified. And I think that if the victims had the attention that the defendants had, um, we wouldn't be having this issue. But the, the, the DA is there to represent the victim, not the criminal. Not only the victim, but he's there to represent the people. The people, the yeah. State. That's what uh, it says on a it. document. It says the people all of Louisiana of versus uh, whomever. So what yeah. I'm hearing, Patty, is that they don't want you to get involved, but they're not doing it themselves. Yes? Yes. Okay. Um, let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back, and maybe you can show us what it looks like, um, what what support the DA should be or what these victims' advocates should be doing, what they should be alerting people of, Zoom meetings, arraignments, what have you, and what they're missing, and... If y'all have any questions or comments, 504-260-1870, especially if you've been the victim of a crime, I'd like to hear your experience. And has the DA's office reached out to you? And and we'll also talk about is this just violent crime or is this property crime or is this throughout the board, it, all across the board? Because, again, it seems like you got more people on a payroll but less is getting done than when Canazero was DA. We'll take a break, come back. We're talking to Patty LaPierre, crime victim advocate, about how the system is pretty well um, functioning. If you're a defendant, if you're a victim, not so much. Back in a flash, WWL. 923, we're talking to Patty LaPierre, crime victim advocate, um, about the work that the the, uh, DA's office, crime victim advocates, are supposed to be doing and aren't. Uh, The defendants are taken care of pretty well, but the victims not so much. Patty, can you give me some cases, some things you've had to deal with? You don't have to mention any names, but uh, of of victims that have been ignored by the system and what they had to go through and things they missed, et cetera, and they should have been informed of and weren't? Yes. uh, I obviously can't give give, um, details, but um, cases right now are both in juvenile and adult court. Um, Victims have not heard uh, haven't heard from uh, like the one this today uh, an armed robbery case and the victim still hasn't heard that the case was heard they had a hearing in December to reduce the defendant's bond it was successful they reduced the bond and um, and then there was another hearing uh, in January that they still haven't reached out to tell her what happened at that hearing and um and then another hearing today and so i've um that's just one instance um of course the ones that are more public um i can talk about sure. in uh, the case of the juvenile um that shot uh, the 24 year old um, engineering student and he's now paraplegic no. um <clears throat> no, yes. Yeah. Um, they're they're not. They did not. She wasn't notified of the the hearing, the transfer um, hearing in adult court that she was able to be on the Zoom call for 
in uh, December, the day that it was quashed, and uh, and that's one instance. Um, uh, there, you know, it's I can't really go into any more details, but the the they're just not reaching out to victims, at least the ones that um, that I've been in touch with, and it's not all. It's not all violent cases. It's it's some of this are property crimes that are like the car thefts and um, um, burglaries, the car burglaries. Um, when there is a, a defendant that's been arrested, um, a lot of the cases they they're just not the victims of the, the theft or the burglaries aren't being notified that they've even had if they've had somebody arrested, they're not notified whether or not. They're um, they're still in jail or they bonded out. Um, the how to sign up for victim notification that's really so important, and no one is teaching people how easy it is that once someone's arrested, you can sign up for victim notification on the sheriff's website, and um, it that would be just one simple phone call to tell people about, and no one knows. <clears throat> Well, how, how, tell people now. How would they do it? If if somebody you, if somebody steals my car or I get carjacked, what, what what is the next step? Well, if they've arrested someone, you know, you once you've filled out an item number from the police and you keep your item number, you know, it's very very important. Um, but if you once there's an arrest, you can go. If you know there's an arrest, you can find out the name of the person. You ask the detective that was on the case. You can call the DA's office and try to get through to somebody. I tried calling there this morning, and I didn't even get a recording saying this is the Orleans Parish DA's office anymore. Now I just got um, a recording saying if you know, you know, if you know your party's extension, dial it now or go to the operator. It went to the operator, and it just goes back to mm, there's really no way to leave a message. So. They can try to call the DA's office. It's 504-822-2414. I'm hoping that victims flood this office with phone calls to ask about their cases if you haven't heard. Um, but you go to – if you do know a defendant's name, the sheriff's office website is opso.us. It stands for Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office.us. OPSO.us, click on the Docket Master link, follow the prompts, first three letters of the last name of the defendant, first three letters of the first name of the defendant, race and gender, show your, you know, you just follow the prompts, and it will pull up the file on that defendant, click on the file, and you'll see what's happened in magistrate court. That's their first step of the court process is to go through the magistrate, and it will show you whether or not a magistrate has seen them, if a bond has been set, and how much. Um, the only way you know if the uh, defendant has been released from custody is a whole other step. It's simple, but you just go into the same website and go to inmate query, do the same prompts. And you'll pull up their file if they're still in custody. And if they're not in custody, you won't be able to pull anything up. It'll just give you a message, an error message. So um, there's simple steps. 
but these are the, this is something that the victim witness advocates can tell the victims very easily. If they don't have time or if they don't have um, the organizational skills to be able to notify these victims in real time when the when the defendants start the screening process in the magistrate courts, then they at least need to follow through with the rights of the victims by giving them this information, how to go to OPSO.us. Juvenile juvenile offender is something different completely? Is it even more difficult to find out what's going on? It's impossible. It really is impossible unless you 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 have the right to know what's going on, but there it's not online, um, and you have to be persistent. You have to call, you know, the the district attorney's office is the same number, and then you ask for the juvenile DA's office. But you know, if you have been a victim of a juvenile crime, and you you can't get in touch with them, you can call juvenile court. You can call down to juvenile court at. 504-658-9500, and if you have your item number, they should be able to direct you to, uh, you know, or, or they may be able to give you, they should give you the juvenile DA's phone number or connect you to the juvenile DA's office. Um, it, it's just, it's it's criminal what's going on, down, especially in juvenile, how they're not, and it doesn't help. It doesn't even help the juveniles, Tommy. These juveniles that are the offenders, if they were getting um, if they were getting the help they needed early on, they wouldn't be able to escalate. You know, not the not the to the numbers that's happening right now. They wouldn't. It wouldn't be this. You know, they would catch it early on and get these kids the help they need. Any final thoughts, Patty, before we let you go? Um, no, just to tell people to please, um, you know, the 1,500 cases released this year, if you've been a victim, it could be, you know, your case could be one of them, and you just don't know about it. So if you've been a victim, you need to um, find out where where your case stands and where the defendant stands um, if they've been released um, and um you just call it. Call the DA's office. Just we have to keep pushing for them to do what they're supposed to be doing. Thank you. I appreciate your time, Patty Lapierre, a crime victim advocate, a volunteer that is doing the work that paid people over the DA's office should be doing and aren't. Somebody texted in. Can you guys get a representative from the DA on your show to answer questions? Has that been tried? Not to laugh, but repeatedly. We've repeatedly tried to reach out to the DA, and they won't come on because there are a lot of questions to be asked, and apparently they don't have any answers. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll lighten up a little bit, talk about the Saints and the quarterback situation with Derek Carr and others. 9.32, that's time for traffic on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.